yeah, yeah. What we talking about? You already know what it is out here. It is June 6th. And we got to pay the bills around here. Tell them what it is. All Creek Concrete Placement LLC, serving Hudson Valley, New York, with a wide variety of services, including installation and repair of driveways, garage floors, patios, sidewalks, walkways, and stairs, stamp concrete, color, seal, and epoxy. All Creek is fully insured, 27 years of service. Contact today to get your quote. Ladies and gentlemen, a brand new place is coming to get your haircuts at called House of Barbers, located at 3434 North Road, Poughkeepsie, New York, in between Rhinebeck Savings Bank and Applebee's, across the way from Marist College. Contact Sal at House of Barbers HV on Instagram. Make your appointments today, June of 2023, House of Barbers. Yeah, once again, we back. It's the What We Talking About podcast, June 6, 2023. Welcome, 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 everybody. It's your boy, Gabriel. If you don't know me, you're going to want to know me. Get next to me. Um, We do this every Tuesday, 7 p.m. And when I say we, that means I am joined by co-host extraordinaire, King Blackout. How it go, my friend? Founder, co-creator, executive producer, <laughs> senior look, senior host. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, man? I'm right. I'm right, bro. Chilling, man. I'm chilling, man. Uh, nice to see you again. Nice to make another bunch of trips around the sun and be able to do this again on another Tuesday. Here we are in the smack dead middle of 2023 if you could believe that bro because like i went outside like two hours ago (laughs) and the sky was falling i couldn't see the sun (laughs) it smelled like we were it was fire and brimstone i thought it was the end of the world facts big facts man um we're gonna touch on that because i actually have that written down too me and blackman connecting today we even talked today first time we talked was 10 minutes ago and three things i written down he was already talking about so um before we go any further black there's yeah. something I got to do. I feel a little remiss. I feel um, I feel like unprofessional for the way I handled myself last week. And that's wow. only because I should have paid respects to somebody whom I basically grew up. There wasn't music in my whole run as a human being without Tina Turner. And uh, the queen passed away. And... Um, it was, I think it was the day after our show aired. So we didn't, you know, we didn't get a chance to to talk about that. But uh, RIP, Tina Turner, thank you for all the contributions and um, everything you did for women in music and uh, carrying that torch like that and just standing so strong. Uh, super dope of you. Never really, you know, you never heard anything too bad about Tina Turner, man. Like, that's not true. You know, relax, you queen. That's not true. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, Tina Turner, man, how, what role did she play in your life? Like I say, she was she was in the airwaves in, in my household uh, frequently as a kid, so I kind of grew up with Tina. Yeah, I mean, like, nah, like I'm Tina ain't Tina ain't my generation, so mm-hmm. like the connectivity ain't there for me, and I didn't grow up in a house that was playing Tina. Like outside of like the shit you would hear on the radio on an oldie station anyway right so like i don't i don't got a i don't got a breadth and depth of knowledge of tina turner um mm-hmm. tina for me is probably like a lot of people in my generation oh mm-hmm. uh, she's the one from from the movies with ike you know, right eat the anime so like right. 
Right. So like, <laughs> um, I'm aware, but mm-hmm. but it doesn't hit the same because I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up on Tina Turner. You feel me? She mm-hmm. was already who she was by the time I was here. Got in it. a way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And for me, too, she was already kind of established by the time I'm becoming aware of music. But it was just always there was always something with Tina going on, you know, so um, that movie's iconic. Though, I ain't gonna hold you like, <laughs> of course, of course. Listen, can I say this? And I mean, it's respectfully. The Internet yes. is undefeated, bro. Absolutely. So, like when she passed away, the first meme I saw was Ike waiting in the clouds for her. It was that, <laughs> no. bro. It was savage. It was sad. And it wasn't it wasn't Ike Ike. You know what I mean? It was it was Morpheus Ike, <laughs> <laughs> which made it even worse. I was like, "Come on, internet got to stop, y'all." Listen, and the saga funny, continues. Like, it was a it was a way to bring. I don't want to say bright, but to make people laugh because people were yeah. really touched by this passing, right? And I think yeah. um, it was done to be funny, but to also be like, you know, we can we should celebrate mm-hmm. um, when people like this past you shouldn't kind of live in the moment because we all gonna go out of here eventually right, right? One, right one way right. or another right we should we should really celebrate people who especially when they have um they've touched so many people on the planet which mm-hmm. is a unique gift from god to be able to say that like your life meant something to people outside of your bloodline right, right that's right. crazy to think about right um, and and they have a body of work that you can celebrate with right mm-hmm. like if Pookie, your cousin Pookie passes Mm-hmm. All you got is the photos in your phone and the memories, right? Right. But in the Turner with a discography and movies and appearances out in the public, like there's different ways to engage with that mm-hmm. and to celebrate them and not just have it be this negative thing. So I think that was the spirit of what they were trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. though, though the Ike meme was kind of was kind of funny. But so <laughs> RIP, listen, RIP a legend. Um, I'm in tune with a lot of music, and while I know some of Tina's music, mm-hmm. that's one of my blind spots. It's just I didn't grow up with her like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recognize her contributions. To, to to music as a whole absolutely gotcha. copy copy nuts nice. r.i.p the queen and, and you know um her family man heads up you guys have uh you know to have a legend of, i wonder what that's like man you know what i'm saying like what's it like to have like an iconic person in your lineage you know like what's that like when that's your aunt you know what i mean like what is that now if it's your auntie that's fun uh, if it's your mom that's pressure yeah mm. yeah that's yeah. pressure. Yeah. Either, either, either you don't want to do shit with music because, like, yeah. that ain't you know what I mean. That yep. shadow's big. Yeah. Or you want to do everything and you feel like yep. you got to beat the world. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that's tapping in. Sam, I see you. Let's get activated. Podcast every Thursday, seven p.m. I was on there. Black saw me on there. Yo, um, I watched it and all I thought to myself was, "Ain't that a bitch?" <laughs> but nah, listen it was a good interview and you was talking about the history of our show and a lot of other things and and the in this space and the mm-hmm. connection that you've made with the with the network mm-hmm. um and i thought it was a, a super dope watch um samantha salute to you for that for that interview um and at any time you can book me too you know what i mean i'm only 150 hour you heard me so let's, let's have 10 queens let's make that happen you feel me you feel me uh, yeah no it was dope i saluted her for um just letting me talk you know i was like yo you just let me go and i, I appreciate you for just letting me go you know um but i did i i felt like i outlined the uh the history of this show very well and i i think um you know, I paid my respects to you and your contributions and what you mean to the the platform and the show. And um, 
but yeah, she she definitely let me talk my ish, man. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Kimmy K. I see you. Um, thank you, everybody, tuning in. There's uh there's been at least 10 to 12 of y'all that have tapped in already. And whether you came in and said what's up and left, or came in and said what are they talking about and bounced. Um, just hit the like though on the way in or the way out. Hit that like. Cause if there was 12 of y'all and I only got four likes over here, what's going on? Why some and why is somebody putting mm-hmm. the sad emoji? Why is someone using the sad emoji for my show right now? I, I don't need this. I don't need this. Yo, shout out to our not sponsor. Yeah. Um, too many <laughs> lines to make one cross. Mm-hmm. AKA Duce. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> sometimes <laughs> this is the answer. Fact. <laughs> 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 yeah. I ain't the fuck, bro. Listen. Yeah. I tell everybody all the time, bro. Like, um, I told you before too, like. I have done stand-up comedy, like seriously. Uh-huh. I think my comedic timing be on point, right? Uh-huh. It's gift. It's why uh-huh. we good at what we do. Like uh-huh. this is all off the top. This is all riffing. Like we might have like a general outline of the show, but nobody knows what we gonna say. So a lot right. of this is just kind of like that, right, Gabe? It's, it's free conversation, man, yeah. and it's real conversation. And 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 like there was one thing that I said on Sam's show that um you know i kind of thought about like after the fact and that was that you and i you know we we do truly carry ourselves like men you know what i'm saying and it is true that we don't really let like the effery get by us like we don't really stand for you know you can't be out here talking about hitting girls you can't be out here being fake to people you can't be out here you know um (coughs) over on people like we 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 call you out quit you know what i'm saying and i'm so happy about that you know what i'm saying there's certain things that i'm happy about like the way i am and I just, you know sometimes you don't don't stop and smell the roses and actually see what you're doing out here but here i am you and i you know and, and letting everybody know that you know to be a man is 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 one thing and you shouldn't stand for <clears> certain <throat> things you know as men and i'm glad that both you and i exude that on the show you know what i mean because it sets an example and it, it lets other people know yeah you you could be that way too and you should be that way you know what right. i mean um don't be a bully out here beat up the bully matter of fact you know what i'm saying like anyway um yo you you kind of oh. touched on it a little bit and sometimes you do got to drink just to get through because that is the answer right and sometimes it's because you're feeling pain and sometimes you're feeling pain just because you're feeling old and stuff right so tina turner got to live till 83 years old man it's a good that's a good life it's a healthy i always think in my mind you know when it comes to that kind of stuff um i'm thinking you know 75 75 is always a number that pops up in my head i don't know why um 75 76 maybe because my birthday 76 i don't know you know what i mean um so you know by all accounts i think it's fair to say i've hit midlife (laughs) (laughs) i think that's fair bro (laughs) you know i would love to say i've only hit a third of my life because it's gonna be some crazy technology that's gonna hook us up and keep our genetics good and you know you'll be able to last longer but chances are I'm at midlife, you know, and I think about these things, man. And now this past week, I've been giving it so much thought, Black, you know. And I was like, what a what better conversation to have with Black than than this? Because, um, like you alluded to in the pre-show, you know, it's like sometimes things don't heal up so quick. You know, some one day you was able to do this, and the next day you're gonna pay for that for a couple days. You know what I'm saying? It's um, different outside, bro. 
facts. So you being a, a, a young man in this world and, and coming into your own and, and really, really doing your thing, you know, that comes with time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how you feel out here, man? Like where you feel like you, you ever give your own mortality a thought? Like in what way too, if you do? Uh, maybe. Okay. So, so I have, though I don't think that's the norm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and a lot of that is predicated on, no, I grew up in, in a savage land, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm from Newburgh. Right? Mm -hmm. That's enough. Mm -hmm. Like it's savagery outside. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, military can't be worse than fucking Newburgh. So I'm out mm -hmm. there too. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I, you know what I mean? And I joined at the beginning of a war. Right. So I knew what I was getting into and I still thought it was better than Newburgh. Right. So just like, yeah, I had to take stock of my mortality, but for a different reason, right? Mm. Just because of the environments that I was in. Mm -hmm. Um, and then since then, I guess, nah, I just always kind of, I look young, you know what I mean? I feel young, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, I move around, I'm, I'm, my ears are to the street still, yada, yada, yada. So mm -hmm. um, not really, just kind of felt mm -hmm. good, bro, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And mm. then a funny thing happened. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> K-Pasto. K-Pasto? Okay. <laughs> Take a walk with me, y'all. Mm -hmm. I hurt my wrist the other day. Right? Doing what? Yeah, I was moving some stuff around. I banged okay. my wrist against a very a very hard and movable object. The point okay. being, <laughs> the point being <laughs> that I hurt my wrist. And <laughs> as a young man, I would have just shook that off for like three weeks mm -hmm. and just healed and just said, fuck it. But I had to put on a brace. Okay. Now, yeah. granted, I got a hairline fracture in my wrist, so I, oh. I'm actually injured. It's not just sore. Okay. But I was out, you know, I was, I was, I was outside mm. and a friend of mine, she's a few years younger than me, mm -hmm. um, said to me, oh, that's kind of tough about your, about your wrist. You know, it's harder. It takes longer to heal up as you get older. Mm -hmm. And my initial response was, yeah, you right. And then I was like, wait, hold up. What you mean as I get older? <laughs> Look, you see my head turn, bro? I was like, what do you mean as I get older? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I, and, I, and I wanted to say it out loud, but I had mm -hmm. to almost take a step back. And mm -hmm. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a decade older than you. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And the and the people that work for me, um, like my like my like my juniors, I got them by like 15 years. So while like I'm tapped in, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm I'm I don't live an old life, I don't move old, not yet. Right. <laughs> but there's a there's a there's an appreciable gap. Like when I was 28. Mm -hmm. A twenty-two-year-old didn't bother me, right? Because like okay, I'm, yeah. I'm there. I'm close yeah. enough. I'm not. Yeah. Ain't nothing old about me. Mm -hmm. Being thirty-seven, mm. having a twenty-two-year-old be like, "What's up, big bro?" Oh, it hit different. Because <laughs> I, because it ain't just about my size, bro. It ain't because I'm six four, two fifty. It ain't because of that. It's like, "What up, big homie?" And I'm like, "Fuck all y'all." <laughs> right. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is that. There are things about my personality that have evolved as I got older, and I guess in that way I've recognized that I am entering middle age. Uh -huh. But I don't look like I'm closer to forty than I am thirty. You feel mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like sometimes I forget 
until a young buck calls me out and I'd be like, you're right. I got you by a few. And that is making me take stock. Like, I'm really middle-aged out this motherfucker. Right, right. Time And it goes fast, Black. It goes so fast, man. The decade that is between us, um, you know, I vividly remember being 37. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was literally, it feels like yesterday, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know where I was living. I know I know exactly where I was working. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I, like everything. I have it all in my head right now. I could run down the whole. I know what car I was driving. You know what I'm saying? Like everything. Um, it goes by so quick, man. And that's what I was saying before, like about slowing down the smell of my own flowers sometimes. You know, and like just because it goes so fast, man. I, I don't like. I don't want it to go by so fast that you know all of a sudden. You know, you're beep beeping next to a bed with some damn machine or something. You know what I'm saying? And then you're like realizing, like, oh shit, you know. So, um, for me, 41 and definitely noticing that change. Mm. Um, now go ahead, and finish the thought. But I was going to say, like, like a wise man told me, like, mm-hmm. look out for 40 because once you hit it, mm-hmm. it's go- it's going to sneak up, and then once you hit it, things are going to change. Ain't no way you can keep looking like you 28 black. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't no, it's going to catch up. Mm-hmm. It hurt, yeah. bro. Right here. <laughs> That's right. Hear it. Yo, you know, because not for the what up, Angie. Um, they they these should be some of your best years. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, Black, you and I discussed this, and I don't know how much of this we discussed on air last time we talked about. It. I think we talked about it a little bit. But remember, we were talking about like retiring and trying to set up for the future and like what age we want to retire at and all that good stuff. Right. And man, it is so true out here. If you just work yourself down to the bone until 67 and a half at some company and then, you know, retire, the chances of you like living a long, like prosperous, great, fun life after that are so slim for so many different reasons. Right. As opposed to killing it double, triple time now, getting out when you're in still in your 50s somewhere and trying to enjoy life from the 50 to 67 range instead, and then yeah. let it all, you know, let it, it all crumble. At that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we definitely had this talk. Like, I think, yo, here's the reality, right? And I'm not I'm not wishing bad on nobody. So when I say this, take it with a grain. Mm-hmm. but but follow the spirit of what i mean yo i ain't never met somebody who was like yo i worked until i was 67 mm-hmm. and now i'm 95 right right and i'm happy i just never seen that mm-hmm. like you give you give it up to your mm-hmm. job and to the grind your entire youth mm-hmm. and middle age mm-hmm. and when you done you wore out and you want to break your body's like fuck you you right. got like seven years and you're gonna die and I don't mean that to be morbid. I mean that to make a point like mm-hmm. how you work till you 67, 68, 65, whatever in that range. And then you gone at 72. I know. Didn't get to enjoy your retirement, your money, nothing. Your next generation comes, gets your little bag, blows it in a year because yep. it ain't enough to do much with. Yep. And then that's it. So like, I'm not knocking nobody who got to work that long. Mm-hmm. That's not what, that's not the point. I guess the point is, um, I'm glad that COVID has kind of shifted people and made them look at their own mortality and their life and their value and what they want out of this thing mm-hmm. we call life mm-hmm. in an appreciable way. 
And I think what you was alluding to is that I'm not working to 65, bro. Right, right. I'm going to touch 50 and I'm right. done. And I'm <laughs> right. working towards that goal to make it a reality and not right. be poor. Yeah, I know a woman who is 80 years old and still working. The struggle is nuts. Yeah. I'd rather be homeless. I'm you not know. working at 80. Like, <laughs> I'll fucking live in a box. <laughs> you know, like, really, what are you going to You can hardly tell me anything now. Like, can you imagine when I'm 80? You ain't going to tell me shit. Like, you know? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, so like I think that's what the point we was talking about, right? Like, like, because you kind of said it, like, kind of like killing yourself so you can enjoy yourself later. And I, to to an extent, like I'm I'm really busy. A lot of my time goes into what I'm doing. I'm juggling. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much, but mm-hmm. you you know, I'm juggling uh, enough two full time jobs, right? Like no shit, like no no funny at the right. same time. And I've been doing it for a few years now. Right. And and that is allowing me to set myself up so that when I say bye to my 40s, mm-hmm. I'm done working. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend 20, 25 years minimum, God willing, just mm-hmm. enjoying life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I, and I wish that for you to the nth degree, I, man. I appreciate it, bro. You know, because I've yeah. never met somebody work 50 years. And then got thirty more to relax. I've never, I've, I've not met that person. Not in yet. No, 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 not personally. No, you could probably read a book or whatever, or watch a movie, or you know, watch a documentary. Done. If you work to you sixty seven, if you actually work it and not just getting a paycheck, if you working, Mm -hmm. bro, you out of here at seventy five. Like you are, you tired. Your body tired. And if even if you got years left, it ain't gonna be the quality of life. Probably is gonna be a lot lower. Mm-hmm. Than if you got out of the game earlier, like mm-hmm. Andrew Luck, little sports analogy, retired mm-hmm. from football at 29. Man right. probably could have played until he was 39. People mm-hmm. look at him and say, You're weird, but he already made 120 million and said, I don't need more than that. That's right. enough. Right. I'm gonna save my body because playing football another decade is gonna probably kill is gonna stroke my life by a decade. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm trying to do. Anybody else who got a who got a grind like that, salute to you. But I would say, like, whatever your goals and aspirations are, change your situation or change your your expectation of how you're going to live and just give yourself the opportunity to live. What I mean is, don't say you need four million so you can retire and live great at 70. Say you need two million so you can retire at 60 and enjoy the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. So that you can actually have use of your hands still. Right. Like, you have time still. You can Life's still drive. Still, you can still Bro. drive. Yo, listen. Like, it's a black people, a black man. Did you mm-hmm. you know it's sixty eight? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. A black man is sixty eight. Why the fuck right. would I work till then? Sixty seven, right? That's Yo, nuts. this is this is no joke. And, and, and shout out to everybody who's dealing with it too. And I don't know if it happens to you, but yo, my eyesight at night driving when it's raining is not good right now. It's pretty dirty. You know what I'm saying? Where like, cause back in the day, I never cared about that. I always was just that never bothered me and now like i'm weary bro if it's raining and i gotta drive on the highway and all that like i'm i'm going slow you know what i'm saying like so it's a real thing man because like you know and here i am i'm not 50 yet and that's kind of like i'm noticing that it stresses me out a little bit driving right. at night at, it's it's very specific though it's at night when it's raining hard you know what right, I'm saying? You like, get that glare from the lights and everything looks like starry and shit. Yeah. Angie said, you mean all the cashiers at ShopRite. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Angie, I, I like I think it's something different about occupying your time. So, like, mm-hmm. let me let me shoot a little bell to some 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 older workers. Oh, yeah. If like if you retire at 55 and you bored, 
So you take a part-time job in the community to talk with the people. people. Yeah, yeah. That's different. That's not what I mean. Like if you're working at Amazon packing trucks at 65, that's different. Right. If you were dispatcher at 65 at Walmart because I'm bored. Right. No, I do that. No, that yeah, that that's a very true statement. And not for nothing, that actually could improve quite a few people's quality of life yeah because you get that interaction you get that routine going so you're able to actually look forward to some we watched a movie called uh a man named otto i don't know if you watched it on netflix with tom hanks yeah Yeah. and and it it was kind of that it was you know like remember like he he retired from the job he's like all right i'm done this is all all done i have nothing left my wife's gone i'm out you know what i'm saying um you get that nice routine going you're able to like kind of keep going longer it, it like motivates you so man we i don't mean to to get crazy on the show but you know black and i like to get into all types of topics and um we literally were talking about you know getting older and you know midlife and and when we're experiencing it. and he was asking me you know for me when did it happen and all that and uh when I when I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen, on my paper, the third thing on my list says talk about mortality. <laughs> you know, what I'm thing, bro. And like, look, I'm still I'm still young. I'm still a gangster here. Look, today's chain, right? Because the old people don't talk about chains. Six birds in the building. Six bizzle. You know what I mean? We out here. And look, in a in, in a decade, I gotta get us away because it's no longer cool. I can't be I can't be in my forties. Rocking the six bros, so I'm gonna do it now. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna just sell it and get like some stocks or something, some you know. (laughs) It's an investment piece. You feel me? Real estate. You get get some dentures or something, whatever. You know, should be. That's crazy. That's crazy. Dentures at forty is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's giving it's giving methamphetamines. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, What is this show about? I still uh, know. What are we talking about? June 6, 2023. Listen, man. Let me ask you something. Yo, peace, y'all. I'm a rock. I'm a rock all in the 60s and above. Let the kids sell it. Yeah, man. I'm, I I'm mad at that. Yeah. Mr. T still rocking his gold his gold ropes. Yep. yep. Get your shit off. <clears throat> yep. Because of the stress from work stays with them even after retirement, mental and physical. Yep. The, Yo, the wear down is real. You only get one body. Yeah. Ain't no yeah. them stale sims ain't finna mm-hmm. ain't finna give you 20 more years. Mm-hmm. And like and like it sounds funny. And if you think like I can't I have to work till I'm 60, I got kids. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. just adjust your life. Like, mm-hmm. like don't work all your able-bodied years. Do something, sacrifice a little now, or change your standard of living, or buy an expensive house now. And when you hit 60, sell it and live in a smaller house. And then mm-hmm. take that that money and live off. Like just do something. Don't work till you 67 and a half. Right. Don't do retire at 55 and go get a part-time job greeting at Walmart for the next 10 years and then yep. get SSI. Like yep. be don't 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 give it all away. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. All I'm trying to say is every Wednesday, 7 p.m., you catch my boys, the rec boys in the studio with the rec boys every Wednesday, 7 p.m everywhere on facebook they try to do it on instagram they put it they put it really everywhere there's so many facebook pages and youtube but make sure you're checking out my boys they've been getting some cool interviews they got they got their turn black i don't know if you peeped it but to interview big v this the dude from nappy roots that we interviewed you peep that yeah that was pretty cool that was pretty cool like that uh so yeah check out my boys um and then shad's going on tea time with bunky i don't know if you peeped that I saw that. Yeah, bro. My, yeah. Listen, you you ain't gotta add. I know what's going. I know 
okay. what's going on. Hell, did you know that the apocalypse is happening outside? Were you aware <laughs> that the sky <laughs> was hiding the sun and it smelled like fire and brimstone? Were you aware? Yes. Um, so man, I feel I feel bad for any entity, you know, human or otherwise, that mm. has been, you know, displaced or hurt or otherwise by this fire. Man. Uh, the last tally I heard, they said there's a hundred different fires on a total of eight million acres, bro. Yeah, it's eight, nuts. Yo, that's crazy. Because it's Canada, that's only affecting like six people. Because they got nothing but fucking trees out there, bro. It's like what? city, yeah. three thousand miles of trees. Town, forty thousand more miles of trees. <laughs> I, I I hope my boy uh, Culture Shock Radio is okay. You know we out in Canada. You know that, brother. Culture Shock Radio, Wapter Music, Cuzzo FM, and the Tattoo Shop Radio. Um, I actually sat on the Proving Grounds. Um, they do like a podcast every Sunday at night, and they they had me on there. We were talking about a bunch of stuff. But anyway, um, yo, the sky, bro. So sky. I I see this morning that the news is like. Oh yeah, so the city is gonna be uh look a little hazy, but it's smoke. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, so matter of fact, right? Just don't worry about yeah. the smoke outside, y'all. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what? Don't worry about it. So it, it comes back and it's like, yeah, there's eight million acres on fire in Canada, and it's mm. and, and the winds are are pushing the smoke down this way. So we're gonna experience what's gonna look like haze, but it's actually smoke in the high yeah. uh, atmosphere. And um, so that's when they started, you know, telling all the numbers and all this stuff, bro. That's crazy. The like, the, it's like the Earth is like, can you please stop? Can you please get off me? Like, stop it. <laughs> Do you, you know what? You make a good point, bro. Listen, <laughs> did you watch Manifest? You know yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I didn't watch all the uh, seasons, but I watched some of it. Yeah, like two okay. seasons. Are Are you gonna finish Manifest? No, well, no. no it's too late. For, for all of us outside who know what Manifest is, did y'all watch Manifest? In the comments, did you did you finish? I finished Manifest last night. Okay. So anybody here who watches Manifest could uh, could appreciate how I felt waking up this morning <laughs> and looking outside because the end of the Manifest <laughs> looked like what the fuck is going on outdoors. They so were. And I was like, yo, is outside crazy for you right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my homie in New York City was like, yeah, it's all fucked up. But I was that. like, hold on. When I hit Newburgh, like Newburgh, is it crazy outside? Yo, I can't even see the sun. And I was Newburgh. like, nah, y'all fucking with me. Yeah. Yo, everybody I called in the state, no matter if they was in the tippity top or down in Strong Island, was like, I can't see the sun. I was tweaking because yeah. I didn't get to watch the news this yeah. morning, right? I wake up early and I get to the grind, right? So uh, I had no idea that Kanata was on fire uh, and we was getting smoked. So I'm bugging. Especially after watching Manifest. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, I ain't gonna do no spoilers right here, but if if you watch it, you know exactly what I mean. I thought it was over for all of us. Uh, I thought it was over outside, bro. There's three seasons of Manifest or four? Four. Four. So I watched the first two. And I just felt like they were just gonna keep going in this weird circle for the rest of it. Did it did it get better in three and four, or was it yeah. the same ish? No, nah, they went because they. It, did you ever watch Lost? Yeah, it's Lost. So they was gonna drag it out until they knew the end was coming, mm -hmm. and when they knew they had to finish the show, then you got all the answers. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So maybe me and Angie will continue watching because we definitely watched the first two seasons. You know the, what I mean? The, the budget. So it was shot. The last season was shot during. In the middle of COVID, 
and you mm-hmm. can if you pay attention you can tell mm-hmm. so just kind of like shoot them some bail for how the show was shot in season four mm-hmm. because it's obvious like oh we couldn't do certain shit because mm-hmm. you couldn't go outside and you couldn't do that 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 so these episodes is all shot in 2021 mm-hmm. right in the middle of covid shit and restrictions and and, and all that kind of stuff right and they right. kind of drug out so that we just got the second half of season four huh. today so um outside of that no you got answers and i kind of like how they ended it it was it was it was lost-esque mm-hmm. it's not the same exact storyline but they drug mm-hmm. it out and then when they had to land the plane they metaphorically speaking they had mm-hmm. to land the plane they landed the plane they give you answers to the questions mm-hmm. some are satisfying some are not but God. that last episode i thought it was over for us yo it it is it is it is uh fascinating bro to see it like that because even i went out this morning like i normally do taking the dogs out and stuff and i looked up and i'm like wow that looks interesting and i snapped some photos but when you take pictures of it with your phone it like I, at least with my phone i got a 10 10 x or something like that like the picture doesn't like tell the story like of what no. you're seeing with your eye, you know. Because the phone is trying to clarify, it thinks that it's just like bad lighting. Right, right. Yeah, you don't get the same effect. Yeah. Nah. And there's no way to turn that off, I feel like. Nah. You know, like the auto correction that it's doing. Nah. Um, shout out to everybody that's tuning in. Make Shit. sure you are following finally TV everywhere, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Make sure you're following my boy King Blackout on Instagram. Uh it's King underscore blackout. No. C. That's the only we'll difference. See. If you're not we'll following see. me, you a hater. I'm just on it <laughs> yeah, right now. If you're not that is following kind of haterish. Underscore blackout. No mm-hmm. C. It's because mm-hmm. you're a hater, and I don't like you. Sam said I'm hilarious. Thank you, Sam, because that is, that is a true statement. You know what I mean? Thank, <laughs> thank you, baby Jesus, for giving me a sense of humor. That's thank it, you, Sam, man. for noticing. How y'all like that? Yo, what's the show about? Man, <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me by the way did you Piper. watch fast x i asked you this last week right did i watch what fast x no fast and furious no 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 fast x no. they've been called fast and furious in like five movies well, did you watch you know. fast x? no are you going to watch fast x uh if i happen to see it on my amazon prime for free and i'm bored yes that's crazy it's Why? a warner brothers property so it won't be an amazon prime damn that's it crazy well maybe <laughs> Maybe somewhere else. <laughs> um, what are the why do I, why do I know that? <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, motherfuckers don't know and don't care about it's a Warner Brothers property. Maybe Universal. I don't fucking know. Listen, <laughs> I know it ain't an Amazon property. He's lying to me right on air, yo. He's just making um, shit up. <laughs> Listen, um, you he started Jason making too many. Is right, huh? Jason Momoa. Yeah, actor. Okay, mm-hmm. he killed. He he's killing his part. In that movie, killing it, and it's the first part of a threequel to end the series. So there's gonna be twelve. Uh, yes, twelve movies total. We got two more to go. Wow, they yeah. really talk about dragging it out, bro. They dragging it, but but it is like it's Transformers esque. I gave up on it when I saw Vin Diesel drive a car out of a plane mm-hmm. and successfully land said car <laughs> that's what took you out not him in space flying his car because they literally were in space with tyrese and Ludacris, and they were driving a car Ludacris, the movie star yeah, Ludacris, christopher bridges was driving a car 
while orbiting the earth. <laughs> that actually happened. <laughs> what they up, monster? Hold up. Let's make it better. This is this is all real, by the way. If y'all watched it, y'all know what I'm talking about. Little Bow Wow, this is real, strapped the rocket on Tyrese and Ludacris's car, and they then went into outer space and drove it towards they a did. satellite dish. They did do that. That happened in this world. <laughs> and Black went and saw the 10th installment. Did you enjoy I it? I see that shit, and I enjoyed it. Did you really? Shout out to Lil Bow Wow with Rocket Cars. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, good, good movie. Listen, the manifest ending. I was, I was waiting for that because I was a big fan when it got canceled. I was a little, I was a little sad. Mm-hmm. So to get a, to get an ending, I, I fuck with. So if y'all like, uh, if y'all like Lost and never heard of Manifest, go tap in, shoot them some bail. It is a good little mystery to find out what's going on, and I think that the ending was really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, R.P. Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. So y'all was playing that. Um, phenomenal fucking game. Probably like top 10 all-time games. Really? That high? Bro, it's so it's so good mm-hmm. how they've evolved a, a series that's damn near 40 years old. Like that. Yeah. So they've been going for the original. years, bro. So like, remember the gold cartridges on NES? Mm-hmm. Like, I got that still in a vault. You know Do what you I mean? Really? So like, yes, I got it in my safe. Um, so like that game is fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And um, if you like games at all, or you ever liked games as a, as a child, just go tap back in with that that game. It's, com- it's a phenomenal game. Um, the final, I'm just gonna wrap it. I'm wrapping it all up for you, Gabe. The mm-hmm. finals is here. It's one one Denver Miami. Um, niggas, please stop playing down to Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler will bust your ass if you don't put him away. Jimmy Butler will bust your ass if you don't put him away. So I Denver, have a handle your business. I have a question. What's up? <clears throat> if the Heat. This is all hypothetical. So let's, I know we don't really deal in hypotheticals often, but hypothetically, if the Heat win game three, what's your prediction for the series? Denver in six. Not going to change. That's just a smart bet. Denver's a better team, but if you don't if you don't put them away, Miami going to fuck around and get a chip, and that's crazy. But said, Denver should win this. Denver should you, win said, this. you said Denver in five, and I said Heat in six. Right. I got that. Yeah. So Denver in six. Um, Listen, yeah. Oh, bro, did you know that the world? I don't want to do too many sports. Let me leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing I touch about on this is that did you hear about Live Golf and the PGA Tour merging? No. You know what Live Golf is? Yeah, it was okay. like it was funded Starting like separately. Yeah, gave all the billions of dollars to the the best mm-hmm. golfers in the world. They all <laughs> yeah. left the PGA and said, "I'm gonna get the bag." Yeah. Um, and now they're merging. Wow. And the new entity. I believe the Saudis are going to get a 40% stake in the, in the new PGA. That's mm. crazy. Wow. They, think about it like this. Wow. They basically forced you <laughs> to give them a piece of pie. Yeah. They took your players, right, yeah. gave them mad bread, and then said, if you want them back, mm-hmm. I'm going to need 40% of what the PGA is. Mm-hmm. Something that they couldn't even buy into because it's not mm-hmm. a publicly traded company. It's a privately held thing, mm-hmm. right? And they forced you to yes. give them 40% of it. Saudis is crazy. Big win for Saudi Arabia. That's nuts. By the way, WWE belongs to fucking UFC now. Isn't that nuts? That happened. Mr. Yeah. Sold that company. I can't believe UFC. he did that. I, is he still going to be involved? I wonder. Like, is he walking uh, he has away? Seat, he has a seat on the board. That's it? Got the board you. of the combined company, yes. Gotcha. Uh, but but he no, he no longer has... The McMahon family no longer has 51% of the voting shares. Mm. 
they they have they showed most of them. They got like five percent left. It's like tokenization. Basically, he's out of there. He ain't nobody wow. no more. He wow. sold that. Um, the Saudi prince wins again. Gross monster says. Shout out to the bag to the bag getters. Um, <laughs> I want to wrap all that up because that's the world we living in. And I ain't gonna talk about all the shootings and the killings that keep going on because that that took place again. Keep loving on those who love on yourself and all the good fun stuff. But like today ain't the day for that because I saw the rapture happening outside from Canada and I was scared. <laughs> so we're gonna leave that alone. Listen, you're gonna talk about hip hop. Yo, Gabe, there are two shows going on mm-hmm. celebrating hip hop in our region. Are you aware of those coming up? Celebrating uh, 50 years of hip hop. I was I was gonna talk about the uh if you went to the soul in the park thing in Newburgh this past weekend. I was gonna ask you about that, but no, I'm not aware of these two shows. Talk about it. Got you. Um, there's one show that's like catering to uh the the legends in this game, right? Mm-hmm. It's the it's the the slick ricks, um, uh, it's the treaches, mm-hmm. it's the cool modis, mm-hmm. it's it's um that canes and cool g raps and all that uh, i don't think he was up there the deal mm-hmm. um herc red alert mm-hmm. uh it's 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 that it's a concert but it's mm-hmm. it's that era mm-hmm. and then there's one taking place in yankee stadium august the 11th mm-hmm. it's got people like lil wayne mm-hmm. that joe yeah the heavy hitters get in play Mm-hmm. It, it like it's, it's crossing generations. It's got yeah. low. It's got some new, but the lineup is stacked. Yeah. There was a debate online about if you a true hip hop fan, mm-hmm. you got to go to the one in the Bronx with all the legends and people mm-hmm. you don't necessarily listen to today. Mm-hmm. Or should you go to the Bronx because Little Wayne ain't really hip hop? I saw this mm-hmm. argument online. Mm-hmm. What you think about a celebration of, of hip hop? Do you think true fans of hip hop? Gotta go listen to I don't know Red Alert, spin for like forty minutes to to call themselves hip hop fans. Or could you go to that Little Wayne headline concert and still be a fan of this thing that we call hip hop? Uh, well, shout out Angie for she actually sent me the flyer for that this morning on my phone. Actually, um, I I think whatever floats your boat, man. I'm never gonna tell you that you're not a fan because you didn't go to the Bronx one on on the 50 year anniversary. Like, what was you mm-hmm. doing on the 40th anniversary? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm making sense out here. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever's more convenient for you is fine with me. But if you love hip hop, go to one of them. Go to one of them. I mean, that's what Angie's trying to get done. She was like, you know, you don't want to go, and I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, I mean, we could say that we went, and I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. The one in Yankee Stadium is. Um, you know, it's going to be, I think it's going to generate more of a turnout. So it makes sense that it's in a bigger venue. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, because I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there in the building. <laughs> gotcha. I think if Angie has her way, we'll be there too. So that's uh, what's up. Is Angie a fan of hip hop? Angie is a fan of hip hop. Yeah, she dope, she can dope. appreciate a dope beat and a, and a nice rap, man, for sure. Okay. okay. So um, I, I guess my point was not that we gotta go too hard because I want to talk about our top 50 list, but my yeah. point was why the divide is hip hop now being 50. We have people who are old enough to say, get off my lawn, and mm-hmm. that's why there's this debate. Because 30 years ago it wasn't that old, so there was no one there to be like, get off my lawn. But now it's like if you don't like the 70, if you don't like Sugar Hill gang, right? If you wasn't fucking with rappers delight, you're not a hip hop fan because now mm-hmm. we've got old guys mm-hmm. who grew up. You can say get off my lawn. So the divide mm-hmm. has begun. 
Great like rock and roll ain't rock and roll if you don't play guitar. Like the people that that feel like that. Like new rock ain't rock because they don't play guitars. They just sing over beats. I think I think it's a great observation because it points out something that might not have been, you know, having a beacon on it, you know, so to speak. Because it's true. Something being 50 years old, man, some, some you know, people when they started this whole thing and they were doing it, you know, they were in their 20s, you know, right. and, and 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 late teens, you know. And um, you know, so yeah, those people are, you know, 60 something, 70 something years old right now, you know. And it's interesting to really st- take a step back and look at that and be like, yo, it's true. You you could have a, you know, like a 50-year-old fan of hip hop that really only knows like that early stuff and doesn't know like the new stuff for whatever reason, you know, like I can I think of a shit few- like who the fuck is Lil Wayne? That ain't hip hop. And I was like, serious? Yeah. Yes. I was like, yeah. well, no, if you're 70, you may not fuck with Lil Wayne. <laughs> if you're you 70, right, right. No, that's why I'm saying that was a good observation yeah. by you. Yeah, no, because somebody's 60 gonna go, why are you going to that one? There's gonna be a lot of people there. That's not, I'd rather go to the other one with Red Alert. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you now now? Us, us saying it out. Uh, Sam said, "May, may, maybe the Rock the Bells on August fifth uh, as well." Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, I guess, kind of looking at things, hip hop has always skewed young. Now you could say it's because the genre was is the youngest. Whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel much like J Cole, like middle mm-hmm. childish, right? Mm-hmm. Where like mm-hmm. I'm old enough and. I took the time to engross myself in the shit that was saturating the airways when I was a child. So mm-hmm. I, I, I am aware and I appreciate and I listened and consumed 80s hip hop. Mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also young enough that I'm, that, that I'm out here. So I know mm-hmm. what's going on today. Mm-hmm. So I think I sit in a really unique place just due to my age. It's like we the last generation that didn't have the internet growing up. Right, everybody, everybody younger than me. That's all you've ever known, as an example, for the most right. part. Right. So, I guess my point is, I go to clubs. I don't see too many sixty-year-old men in the club getting loose. But I expect if I go to one of these concerts, I'm gonna see a lot of that. Is that weird? Nah, it's life, nah, bro. You know, that's life. Talk about it's, it. It's life. As somebody approaching the cliff. <laughs> but as somebody listen you've been around here longer than i have right on this planet yeah. on, the, on this earth yeah and i'm sure that we talked about more i'm bringing it's called it's called a callback people this is i'm good at this <laughs> talked about mortality and kind of looking in the mirror and being mm-hmm. that you're you are you are you seasoned out here you a vet out here mm-hmm. do you do you feel out of your element even though that's your music if you go to a spot to embrace that and people don't look like you or if the consumers are 10, 15 years younger than you, do you feel like this shit is weird? Or like, nah, you don't look at it that way. Wow. Would it be crazy to say I do look at it that way, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel that way? Yo, pontificate. And (laughs) you are a good point of reference because you still get active. Like you're still outside. You still... embracing younger people who are still yeah. tracing their dreams talking to them yeah yeah you are listening to this kind of music at the same time you you haven't taken in 
mm-hmm. continue to to, to be mm-hmm. well rounded in the, in the genres to talk about it. You mm-hmm. look at it that way, mm-hmm. but I don't but feel that way. You don't feel that way. Why is that? Yeah. Um, because yo Jay, I got a, yo. But sorry, bro. Yo Jay, I said pontificate, my my nigga. I got a degree. I I'm a smart <laughs> What up, Jay? <laughs> Did that? Jay what out that? here making moves, man. He making. He yeah, said, "Drunk Jay, <laughs> drunk Jay, get things done for Jay, for regular Jay." That's great. Um, shout out to you and your new spot, bro. Um, because um, I, I like you know. Uh, for a very long time, I considered myself a people person, right? And, and in mm. recent times, I said, nah, I'm not a people person. And it's mm. like, you know, I've I've watched people for so long, you know, and tried to understand this human psyche, you know, and, and the different intricacies there within. And, and knowing what I know, um, people are, you know, these young dudes are very immature, man. And, and, and I don't know if they're more immature than I, me and my generation was when we were their age, but something tells me we were a little different than the current uh, generation right now. That's in that age group, you know, that's going to be at this concert. Um, So I could see, you know, how somebody my age would attend something like that, trying to enjoy it. And then being annoyed by the immaturity that they're going to be surrounded by. I could see that. Right. Yeah. You know, me personally, I'm with the shits, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if y'all want to act up, we can act up. As long as I'm and my who's with me is okay. And we're safe. I'm all for turning up. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I think, you know, that's that's a little bit of the difference between me and maybe a counterpart of mine that might be a couple of years, give or take my same age, you know, or, or and in this case, maybe a little older, right? Because we're trying to identify how somebody maybe even a little bit older than me that's in their mid 50s showing up to this. Um, I could see how they might not appreciate what's happening around them while they're trying to enjoy this show. Um, do I think that the other side of it they're looking at these people like who this i don't think the dudes are but i do think the girls are Ooh, so like the older female hip-hop fans is gonna be lost you don't think we have a an informed older generation of female hip-hop lovers Ooh, put you on the spot you don't think you don't think 45 year old females who love hip-hop is informed and know not- about people not named Nicki minaj no, 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 no. I can appreciate you trying to get spicy, but no, that's spicy. not what I that's not what I meant. What I meant was what I meant was the younger generation, right? I was trying to speak from from their perspective and saying that the dudes that are younger, I don't think are gonna make the dudes that are older there feel any real type of way, like you know, like um, but I do think the younger girls ice spice is making your auntie throw up in her mouth. Yeah, that oh yeah, and I also think the younger girls are gonna look at the older dudes that are there, like, oh, look at this creeper, and it's gonna See, send out okay. weird vibes. I, would, I, I don't think that because I think older dudes is in. I think I think as long as you're not, I don't want to, I don't want to do ageism on this on this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. But as long as you're not looking like you should be sitting down somewhere, right? You good bread. <laughs> like, oh, this is this is a great conversation. Yeah. I'm gonna say it though, a yeah. little bit of salt. Yeah. Do you agree with this statement? And this may be a shift. Yo, y'all in the comments talk about it. Yep, I'm not mm-hmm. auntie black. Thank you, Sam. Mm-hmm. Fuck with this statement. Mm-hmm. 
I think in general, society looks at women as having the most value mm -hmm. when they're younger. But men value as they age. Because as you age as a man, you get wisdom, maturity, earning potential, stability. And as a woman, childbearing and child rearing is so tied to the identity of the female in society that as you get older, you'll look that it's less desirable. And I don't even think it's a straight cross. I think the women plateau happens much earlier. Like you turn 30 and it's like, why you don't got three kids and a husband yet? But as a mm. man touching 40, it's like, that's the perfect age. Mm. Like you, you young enough mm -hmm. to still go dance with me, but you old enough that you got a 401 and a house. So like, what do you think about that statement? I would love to know what Sam thinks about that. I know she's typing right now. Talk mm. about it, Sam. I want to hear what you got to say. Because she's who we're talking. That's it right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the, your point to bring it back I do, to you. I do agree. I do agree. I don't think Ice Spice sees Drake and be like, Ilk. I think she sees Drake and say, like, that nigga is aging like a, like a boss. Mm. Just to make the, the analogy. Like, I don't mm. think it's, I think it's different. I think they see a 21-year-old kid and be like, Ilk. Like, why are you still 21, dude? Like, you ain't 40 yet? I think it's different. I think it's different. I think women... Yo, you, you know what? You might be right, bro. Yeah. You might you might be right. Now Now that you got me thinking like that, you might actually be right. You're right. At 30, they try to age us and expect us to be settled down. Yeah. And then Jay says, our generation ages well, too. 40-year-olds back in the day look like... They look, look cooked. cooked. They look yeah. Yeah. You're not, listen, you're not wrong. You're not He's wrong. not wrong. He's not wrong because I remember as a kid seeing cops that must have been in their 40s looking like they're 55 out here. You know what I'm saying? I remember I that. Carl Winslow was like 50. I know. Reginald Bill Johnson, that nigga was in his 30s. 30s, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, you right, bro. Super chopped. You right, bro. Yo, what up, Sosa in the building? Um, at 20, 35 is okay. At, wait, at 20, 35 something is okay. What do you mean, Angie? Explain that, Angie. Give us some, yeah. give us some, uh, some, some context. context. Yeah. I will say, I will say this. Folks still think I'm a lot younger, and I'll take it. Facts. Facts. Yep. 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 And I agree. That's how society sees it as well. Yeah. Um, I think so. At 40 plus 65 is eh. Um, what, what is her angle? She's saying you, something black. And it, are you it talking makes, about the, the age difference, Angie? What do you mean? And and, and in what direction? Like at as a 40-year-old man, 65? Half your age, age plus seven is law factory. <laughs> when you're a guy. You can't just say, Angie, we're not following the thread. You can't just say yes. Just write it out. What, what you mean? <laughs> or hop in. Like wherever you super producer. Half your age plus seven is law. So like, nah, that's rapey. Like depending nah. on the age of Wario, no, hold up. No, we're gonna talk about it. Depending nah, on the age, I don't Jay, agree. that's super I bet. So, so half yeah. the age plus seven is low, it, right? Yeah. So you saying what's your man? Uh for me, a 30-year-old. That's no fine. no, what's your no no? What's your man's uh 80 just 82 De Niro? Uh -huh. just had to be with the 20 something year old. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's Liddy. No, that's no, that's not half his age plus seven. So, so you're saying that's ilk, even though she grown as fuck, she's 29, right? 28, some shit like that. I, I think it's know. ill on her part, but I get okay. where she's coming from, right? Like, De Niro? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have this De Niro kid. Like, fuck it. <laughs> like okay. if I'm gonna go old, I'm gonna go Robert De Niro. I get it. At 45, year females start looking at a 70 year old like man is not sexy. Oh, got you, got you. 20 something. 
female is okay when looking at a 34 year old male yeah 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 i get it no nah, that's factory yeah that's what that's what you were saying she was just agreeing with what you were yeah, saying she was putting numbers you. to it though got you no nah, um, you're right you're right because like there's a there's a fall off for both sexes but i just think mm -hmm. that fall off is different like oh yeah it's pacino not like, De Niro. it's pacino yeah, my bad, my bad, Pacino. Yeah. Um, you you could be 55, 55 year old grandpa, like you you look at extra Gilfith outside, like it's like dudes just don't that plateau is different. If you mm -hmm. take care of yourself as a man, mm -hmm. you prime until you like 55-ish. Like it mm -hmm. as long as you put together, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's mm -hmm. different for a woman. Y'all got a harder cross to bear. Now, if you chopped, if mm -hmm. you if you if you Reginald Bell Johnson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you were 36 year old TV dad and you look like, like 60 50, yeah that's not a good look so <laughs> I just <laughs> shout out to Mr. Winslow man shout out no, I love Winslow. Mr. Winslow shout out Mr. Winslow um but no I think society is like that and I think some of it's maturity but it's also just like as as men and say what you will we don't got our shit together at 20 like mm -hmm. we just we just don't so while we we got I'm going to talk real. Y'all, listen, my audience, y'all with me. We got dick and bubble gum, right? We look good. We got abs. You feel me? We run around. We dunking still, playing basketball. You heard me? And we got me slinging dick. Like, that's that's what we doing, right? Mm -hmm. We look good. We mm -hmm. look good in sweatpants. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. but we don't got shit to offer. Like, not Other for real. That. Not foundational. <laughs> right. Right. At that time. At that, that, at that time. Yeah. At that time. Not that you're not gonna, but that's the right. point. But at 35, you looking real bayish. <laughs> Madonna always been kinky. <laughs> uh, Sosa says that's just frowned upon. If you can do the math, but from a woman point of view, he 50. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, I get it, I get it, I get it. Um, let's see, but Madonna, Madonna be doing her thing with them 20 something. She do, she do. Puns Madonna first, like she still got it. <laughs> you look dangerous, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, um, yo, right. hold up, yeah. J Royal. Hold up, J Royal. Throwing out that you know that's a that's a good 15 20 minute conversation. What you're asking me there, but I will give you the short answer. And the short answer is, I'm gonna take Eminem's first two albums. Yeah, those are classics because M's second album. Their first albums are equal to me. Classic. I could if you put them in my tape deck, I'm good either way. I'm riding out. But if you give me Pun's second album and you don't give me the Marshall Mathers LP, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad because that's a lot of good music you're missing. And that second Pun album, I felt like was it was a little like post mortem, right? It wasn't. He wasn't alive for that one. So like, uh, yeah, baby, I think it was called. Um. So yeah, I would take M, but there's a big discussion behind that because that's Pun's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Uh, speaking of rappers, yo, we finna do something, ain't we? Yeah, man, we've been let's talking do about that thing that we're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about um the top fifty since it's the fifty year anniversary on August 11th. Shout out to the sponsors, All Crete and uh, House of Barbers. You already know. Um, so go Yankee. <laughs> last last year um i mean last year last week we were we discussed uh what was it the west and we got some people on the list let me go let me go get the list but um that. shout out to our sponsors like mm -hmm. you said house mm -hmm. of barbers all mm -hmm. creek concrete 
Mm-hmm. We appreciate y'all both. Shout out to our non-sponsors this year. I mean, this uh, this show, do say. <laughs> um, shout out to the Yankees. Aaron Judge is really him. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Finally TV. Mm-hmm. Um, they just those is good dudes. They solid. They finna start a Patreon. Y'all should just give them money. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> crazy. That's great nasty <laughs> work, son. Listen, but more importantly, shout out y'all for watching. Yeah, um, man. I know it always because we we take a break in the winter because we people and got lives, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we take a break in the winter, and I think every season we come back, and it takes a little bit to hit the stride, right? Because mm-hmm. we ain't got we ain't, we ain't got crazy budget, so we ain't out here promoting kind of hard and crazy and going OD. Maybe we should, right. maybe we should drop a bag. But the point being is that y'all always come back to us every single year. Y'all tap in, y'all fuck with the show. We see y'all, y'all like part of the family, and we appreciate y'all. And those that come on every year that are new. To this we appreciate y'all and i, and I want to make sure i say that while y'all here watching mm-hmm. like that means something especially in the world of i'm gonna go watch the video on demand as opposed right. to watching a live show we do a live show every week 30 yeah. something weeks a year you feel me with like very little interruptions so like y'all keep coming back for that even if y'all can't watch every single one but we appreciate that wholeheartedly mm-hmm. we do i'm gonna just agree like that bro it's a big fact we really, Even really. Even that document history, bro. Close that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> close. Yeah, that close, but there you go. All right. You just want to say something, though. You appreciate the fans, too? Uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate the fans. I, I just appreciate, um, you know, the, the watches after the fact. I appreciate, you know, people when they see me and stopping me and telling me, yo, I peeped that voice of Valley or yo, that show with you in Blackout is, is dope. I watch it all the time. You know, that actually happens to me as I'm going about, you know, my community. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. It makes me feel good. So shout out to those people, you know, but more importantly, shout out to all the podcasts and verses that I've expired. I've inspired in the last week or two, you know, um, I love y'all. I think it's dope. I will continue to give you inspiration. Please keep doing your thing and keep me in mind, baby. Taking these subliminal shots every week, talking about these people he's inspired. Yo, Gabe, put an ad on it, bro. Listen, what are you talking about? These verses, these verses get deeper and deeper too, man. I can't wait. I can't wait till one of them actually says my name. Like, let's do it. Say my name. Let's go. Because yo, KO might come out. I can't. I'm old. I can't be fighting no more. But I can sit down and, and pen a verse for ten days straight. You know, you could pen a dope verse if you got ten days to do it. You know? You're gonna put an ad on it, bro. <laughs> Just do you keep crazy. doing your thing out there, y'all. Show everybody keep doing your thing. Um, mm. Listen, top fifty. You yeah. mentioned four artists from the NY region. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Quick, quick recap. I know we do a recap every show. Sometimes mm-hmm. it might be your first time watching. It might be your last time watching. You may have missed a month. Quick recap. We're doing top 50 hip-hop artists of all time. Mm-hmm. Not just skill, but also will. Productivity. How you've done. Longevity. Impact on the culture. All those things. Think of it like your career. Did you make the Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. Top 50, Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Each tier has 10 slots and only 10 slots. And when we're talking right now, you got you to gotta put them in a slot. Bet bet they're not ordered so jay-z is not number one and tip is number eight but 
one through ten, the ten greatest hip hop artists of all time are in tier two. The next set is in tier two. I'm mean, sorry, in tier one. The next set's in tier two. The next set's in tier three. So on and so forth until you get the top fifty rounded out. Got mm -hmm. it. Cool. Bet. Remember, this is like a career achievement. This is not about who got the best pin, who your favorite artist was. It's looking at their career. Mm -hmm. Only criteria: we're not doing groups. That's a different list for next season. We are not mm -hmm. doing groups, but you mm -hmm. can pick a member of a group if they mm -hmm. meet. The criteria to be on this list got it great good what's a, what's a good example of that black do not give me the wu-tang clan because mm -hmm. i swear to god master killer ain't nowhere near top 50 on this list and he's right. a part of woo right. don't tell me woo but we not going you no he's in the woo mm -hmm. all right mm -hmm. all right you mm -hmm. can give me locks right mm -hmm. but they're not going this licks but if mm -hmm. you say jada kiss we mm -hmm. can have a conversation mm -hmm. there you go all right well there said so uh, you wanted to focus on the New York region and who might these rappers be? Yeah, we did. We did. So we did the first time, just mm -hmm. once again, bring it back mm -hmm. up to speed. Mm -hmm. We did no brainers. Mm -hmm. So we had a list. So wherever they come from is where they come from. Mm -hmm. And then since then, we've been kind of moving with a theme. So I think mm -hmm. one day we did like producers who mm -hmm. also rap. That's mm -hmm. how we got Puffy on this list as an example. We mm -hmm. went down south to people who proclaim themselves as the king of the south. Mm -hmm. Then we went to the West Coast, the left coast, and talked about them. We haven't had a chance to talk about New York mm -hmm. and focus on them. Mm -hmm. Being that we already have certain people on this list, mm -hmm. this conversation is going to be a little bit different. But we mm -hmm. are only focusing on four rappers from New York. Mm -hmm. This week's candidates. Fire. Fire. Give me Fat Joe. Mm -hmm. Give me Ja Rule. Mm -hmm. Give me F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. Give me big pun it was fabulous oh it was big pun yeah wasn't it pun i thought you had somebody else no, um, joe ja fab it was it was pun, wasn't it no i'm sorry not pun my bad my bad dmx my bad yeah, DMX. thank you john you got me back you got me yeah, back yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was DMX. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't yeah. remember it being pun because that's going to be a, a good conversation. Yeah, uh, consistency is key, Duke. It is. It is. Yo, gain, yo, gain that 50 is a hip hop show. I know. Get to that. I, I want to, I don't know. Angie brought it up this morning. I kind of like, I didn't dismiss it, but I wasn't like super excited. And then as the day went on, I kept getting notifications and people talking about it. I'm like, man, maybe we should go. Like, Angie be known before I know, yo. That's the thing, man. Shout out, Angie. You know, what? Um, I missed huh? the part. What? What are you talking she, about right there? She Angie's really good at like seeing stuff and being like, oh, you'll probably want to do that. And I'm always good for going, eh, I don't know. And then it gets close and I'm like, yo, I wish I would have went to that. She's good at that. Um, listen, there's, in, in my opinion, there's two no brainers on, on this quartet no, that you nah, have. Bro, you're not going to do this. You know, what's, what's, we're not going to um, do this because then now you're going to bias the whole argument. Don't bring listen, your biases here, bro. Listen, one not, at a time. I'm not, I'm not bringing my bias, but I'm going to I'm going to say, can we start with uh, Dark Man X? Let's get it. All right. Let's talk about Dark Man X. Dark Man X. Contribution. AKA Earl Simmons. Right. So let's go down a little bit of the criteria. Does he or does he not have a classic album? Yep. Does he have he got, two classic albums? Yup. Does he have, is he one of only, I think it's two now, but is he one of very few artists that dropped two albums in the same year, both to go platinum? I believe they both went triple. 
you know, okay. Um, created a legacy, yes? Facts. Um, created a sense of community, camaraderie, um, you know, uh, self-exploration in a whole generation. Um, an honest thug. I mean, like, he was Pac-esque. And I mean that in his own voice. He mm-hmm. the similarities between those two is kind of kind of freaky if you think about it, right? Because mm-hmm. only somebody like Pac would have given you a, a slipping. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. just even though he did it from a different point of view, you're just not getting that record in '98 from rappers. <laughs> right. You're not getting a slipping. You're not getting no kind that of scarface, the only one that would come close to that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DMX to me um, made such a great impact, man. Um, you know, being the face of Rough Riders and mm-hmm. and bringing that all together, um, being respected by the greats in the industry, you know, that we revere that are on this list. You know, people like, you know, Jay-Z talk about, you know, DMX in a very high regard. Um, Who didn't love him? How about that? I think everybody loved and respected X and, and would always tell you he's real. And you talk about a compliment in the streets mm-hmm. for every person. Be like, nah, he's he's exactly who he show you he is. Mm-hmm. That's what you always hear. Every conversation, every interview about DMX. Now, he is who you see. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. All yep. the money in the world and be down at the bodega talking regular because he really liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had I have a friend who lives in Yonkers, and he was like, to see DMX like during the day at a at a store or whatever. He's like, that's like so like regular, bro. <laughs> like to yeah. see him outside the on the street smoking a cigarette outside the studio, and then go back inside. He's like, that is so regular, you know. Um, let me ask you though. Yeah. Do we as New Yorkers are we putting him in a in a brighter light than he deserves? Did he did he did he reach out past uh, the United States? Do you think he went? Yep. Was a, you think he Your went? Your international. You think so? I you know so. That? You feel he that? was touring. He was touring in, in Korea. Mm-hmm. He's visited China, and we can't even go there for real. Like, mm-hmm. like he get he was getting around, around beloved, mm-hmm. selling out mm-hmm. Wembley. Like, who the fuck sells out Wembley Stadium? Like, <laughs> not black people. Like, I'm not even being funny. Like, that's right. not a thing. Right. You know what I mean? And he right. did that with gangster rap. Right. Like. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. they love X. They love him. Mm-hmm. Love him. <clears throat> they love X around the world. Sosa says, um, "We appreciate y'all for sure. We appreciate you. Honestly, only Joe out of that group. Ja gets punked way too much." <laughs> um, shout out to Rocky and Rock Kitchen, man, and everything you do. Shout out to your fishing, man. I seen you out there fishing, doing your thing, having fun. Um, DMX to me is going on the list, bro. It's just a matter of where. Um, I feel like for me, he would never leave. He would never go down from tier two. I just don't know if overall like the impact is let's talk about his impact let's talk about that yeah when did he did was he single-handedly the one who popularized the fact that pit bulls aren't vicious animals they're they're your friends they're your family did he (laughs) did he make that a thing that's a contribution um but i mean bro he made belly so Mm -hmm. like 
that's enough. Like, bro, fucking belly. Mm-hmm. Like, hood classic, mm-hmm. sure. But like, mm-hmm. nah, it's belly. Like, that's that movie. Right? You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. Exit Wounds, Romeo Must Die. You could talk about all these other things that he was in, right? Mm-hmm. But he was he was doing that. And that still was the norm. Like, mm-hmm. when once Pac passed, mm-hmm. right? And that, and that, it took a few years for another rapper was doing movies. Like, remember that? Like, mm-hmm. like Pac died. Mm-hmm. And when's the next time you saw a rapper outside of Will Smith? Because he was doing Wild Wild West during this time. Mm-hmm. Outside of Will Smith, what other mm-hmm. rapper was, was the birthday time movies? That wasn't mm-hmm. the thing. Like mm-hmm. it kind of quieted down. Mm-hmm. And then X got back outside and made it cool again. And then you started seeing people like Ja and Fast and Furious and shit like that. But like it was like a five, six year, and it was it was quiet because like rap what happened was when Pac and Biggie died, mm-hmm. people was like, uh. and that's when that's when Puffy started doing the shiny shoot shit. Like, we gotta stop talking about killing and go back to having fun because people don't want this, they don't want to. See the the people that they love and idolize dying, so like music was shifting. That's when you had the bling bling era, ninety seven, ninety eight. It changed. It stopped being about being thug and was talking about the money and the lifestyles and all that stuff, just to not have the the connotation be negative. And X came right back on some gritty shit and made it cool again. So with that said, yeah. Um, I feel like his impact was great. I feel a little biased because I'm sitting in New York and I live 50 minutes away from Yonkers. You know what I'm saying? So I do feel like I'm a little jaded. Um, Like, he's very accomplished in his own right as far as, like, sales. You know, if if we're just looking at what we're looking at, a solo artist with a body of work um, made a great impact, had the sales. My thing is, was his run long enough? Like his good run is his good run long enough to to land him at, in tier two solidly. I think he's tier three, and 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 I think it's only because his run wasn't long, mm. right? Like X. Let's be honest. Like X was active ten years, mm. in a right? good way. And I think and I think that's being yeah that's that's real ten mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ten years, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But only 10 years. Right. Like, this is somebody who should have had 20 years if it wasn't for drugs and other things in, 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 in his way. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that holds him back because, like you said, he got two classic albums. How many people on this list got two? Like, undeniable, not your opinion, but everybody's opinion, classic albums. Because right. it's dark and flesh in my flesh, mm-hmm. really that. Oh, you know, they really that. <laughs> they, they really that. And they went hard that year. Hard. I know. 98 was a year of X. Like, who was fucking with him in '98? Who dropped in '98? You cared about nobody. I think I think it's I think it's fair to put him in tier three, yeah. um, because because if you look again, like like you said last week, if you look at the company he's in, as far as being a rapper and accomplishing, you know, like I said it last week, and I think it was a perfect uh, summation of what we're saying, right? Dear artist, you were given the ball. What yeah. did you do with it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And because we, they all got a ball. They all yeah. got a chance to get the ball. You know what I'm saying? It's just what did they do with it? And to put them in the same thing as Will Smith, Jeezy, Fifty, and DM um, and DMX. I mean, that's a 
that's a very formidable crew right there when you're talking about careers and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Is this fair to say? For three, like 98, 99, 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. was there a bigger artist on the planet than DMX? No. Because that during that time, he was bigger than Jay-Z. Um, he was bigger than the, Jay the, that, the, that, those four years. You're forgetting about, the, you're forgetting about M, though. I'm when not. M, when M dropped not, in 99, he took over. He took over, no, bro. It's he different. Took over. It's different. Hi, like, my M name did, is was like, yo, you song, but M, M didn't. M wasn't accepted in the hip hop circles. His first two albums. So, like, mm-hmm. you remember, I'm not talking about that he do numbers. I'm talking about in this culture, mm-hmm. we all recognize that M was doing diamond numbers with his first album. Mm-hmm. But that whole conversation was, he not black. He not from the culture. Eminem was not accepted. And Which was community. a fallacy, you know that. It was a fallacy, we know this, but yeah. in 2000, 2001, no mm. one took him serious. Mm. No yeah. one did, not in hip, not I'm, over I'm, here. I'm just saying, because you, you said, was there a hotter artist on the planet? No, not hotter, was. was there a bigger hip-hop artist at the time? Eminem became big coming off of his album as he kept doing numbers, but the, when he first dropped, mm-hmm. it was big, but not in hip-hop. It was big and that he was crossing over and getting other people to buy records and that was cool he was different that, that but he that, wasn't on the street that angle i can buy right that angle like, I can buy. but i'm not gonna buy the angle that he wasn't like in hip-hop circles because truly the backpackers were the ones that knew eminem was that guy that's that's a true statement think, bro. I, yes but i think we're having a different conversation because then what i'm saying uh yeah like, we like, might be we might we having a different. I don't take away nothing that you're saying. I think we're having a different conversation. Yeah. Like no, you're like right. When DMX dropped those four albums in a row, two in '98 and '99, bitches, what these bitches want, all that shit. Two thousand, mm-hmm. party up. X was it. Like mm-hmm. in black hip hop, it was DMX. Mm-hmm. Like it was Jay Z coming doing features on X albums. Like it was different. Yeah. No, I hear you. I he hear was you. him. So like I'm good I think with that. His, his light shined brighter than almost anybody for three, four years. For somebody who only had truly a 10-year run because of drugs? That's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. No, you're right. RIP DMX and shout out to DJ Nonstop for coming on this very, in this studio that I'm in right now. DJ Nonstop was here uh, when he was unfortunately attending the funeral of DMX. And he came here yep. for a 45-minute interview, man. Pretty I cool stuff that. if you haven't watched that. Only thing um, keeping him out of tier two is longevity, to me, and and that's why I kind of posed it that way. I <clears throat> because of the impact and because and I I do think some of my bias comes in. That's why I started talking about tier two. But it is a very fair as we talked about it when I posed the question to you. I'm also posing it to myself. Sure, sure. Um, you know, did he have a long enough run? You know, so and I think I think it's fair to put him there. Um. Cool. So DMX tier three, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out later. So what's going on? Who you want to attack next, or who do you mm-hmm. want to discuss next? So I think I think you need to make the conversation flow mm-hmm. for my man Ja Rule, and we'll put you in this position because I know how you feel about him, and I know that I keep trying to convince you. So I want you to make the case for Ja Rule. Go to for be, it to be off the list. So wild. So let's start there. Uh, Gabriel, should Ja Rule be on this list? Uh, if uh, probably maybe like tier five. I ain't asked you what tier. Hold up. Nah, maybe. bro. So you're doing it with your bias. I ain't <laughs> asked you what tier yet. I asked you. Yo, y'all hear this? Yo, Gabriel. 
<laughs> Does Ja Rule deserve to be on the top 50 of all time hip hop artists list? I'm oh, sorry, my, my things. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, uh, ja Rule numbers. The number when you think about numbers, um, he has the numbers, man. He does. Um, he got he got you guys are gonna say that he has a classic album. Do you? Do you I'm gonna ask you which one does which one are you gonna say is classic? I think Rule was like his album. That was like his like Vinny Divici's is first, but I think Rule was the album mm-hmm. that everybody what, has all the hits, has New York, all that shit right, up there. Right. That's the one. I don't so think it's classic, but I think it's damn near it's I think it's it's a nine out of ten. I think it's super close. Okay. I can rock with that. Because I think people jump out the window with Ja Rule, the fans, the stands of him, and say that he's got two classics back to back. And I just don't see it. I see it as. What's the other one? Rule and the first one. Vinny Vidi Vici? Who calls yeah. that a classic? Stands of Ja Rule. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yo, 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 cuz, you ever heard that? Ja got two classics? Never heard that. That's I agree weird. with both. It definitely is tier two, but based on the criteria, is definitely tier three based on not having the longevity. Right. It's just when you ask yourself these questions, you know, so a lot of artists came out of Yonkers. Nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So Senior G says, heck no, nah, he don't belong on this list. Um, ja, Rule, ja Rule has the numbers. Ja Rule has. Um, does he have longevity? Ja had a. What, he had a similar years? run to DMX, a strong four year run and around for ten, basically. Yeah. Um, definitely got punked by Fifty Cent. That ain't what this is about. Bad. He tried to clap back. <laughs> he couldn't. But he, but. Go ahead. Can we talk about the music? I don't want to get into the Fifty job. Yeah. Beef. Okay. So impact wise, I. Ja he made sing rap as we know it. That shit. He sing was rap before Nelly. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I'm a I'm a rapper, but I'm singing. What would I be without you? He did that before all these other niggas was doing. Before Fifty was doing that, Ja was doing that. He did that. So when we talk about impact, don't forget that he did that. He changed it for all them niggas. He all what he. Did there is do. no camera doing old boy if Ja ain't singing. Hmm. There ain't no girl. Really? It's real easy to love me now. You're not getting that if Giant sing. I swear to God, he you made think? that cool. I don't know. I, you know, because you got to remember, man, people like LL Cool J were around making it real cool to sound smooth on records and have. People. I was in the 80s and cool. And by the time the 90s turned around, LL was not looked at no more as a hardcore gangster rapper. He was looked at as fucking Joe. Well, you know what I mean? af- after, after Mama said knock you out. Right, so, right. After so 90s LL is just a is just a song. He's a hybrid. He know yeah. he's a hybrid. Yeah, but he's a, he's he's, a, he's singing with chicks. He yeah, wasn't he, doing the singing. He was he was he was a uh what do you call that a sex symbol? Yeah, he was he was smooth talking, mm-hmm. but all the females was doing the singing. Ja Rule did the singing. Big yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, he I think he made it cool to have that voice and and to be off key and to you know what I'm saying try to try to be melodic even though you don't have a traditionally you know good voice for singing you know his biggest song is him scream rap singing Mm -hmm. what would i be without my baby his biggest song is him scream rap singing sounding Mm -hmm. horrible and it's and it's probably went fucking triple diamond that record went bananas (laughs) do 
do so okay so we agree that you know he had a he had a a short run of spectacular numbers right four yeah. years i mean i'm telling you, i say short he he had a run yeah. of four years alone if i could put out hits for four years i'm taking it bro right now <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm taking that life it's a little so, longer like, than that though like no his his run of doing numbers is from like 98 to like mm-hmm. to like 2006 like his was, first five what, albums all had joints on them you might know better than I, and I'll yeah. admit that. What was the last joint that he was like that dude on? The uh, blood, blood in my eye, I think it was when he mm-hmm. when he did the um, Thug Loving with with Bobby Brown. That's a and, good callback by you. That's a good one. And um, he did I forgot the clap about back that record. He had a few on that one. All right, the clap back record, I definitely remember. Yeah, that was nine, right. that was two thousand six. Okay, in that range, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Thank yeah. you for that. You did have to remind me, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so listen. Did he impact you in hip hop? Rainy Days was also that year, too. Him and Mary J. Blige. That song was huge. Mm-hmm. All those rainy days. <laughs> yeah, bro. He was big. Bro, he, yo, I think, remember we did this before. This is the problem with Ja. His stature is small. The people mm-hmm. that he was around were huge, like mm-hmm. X and J, right? Mm-hmm. Murder Inc. That click before it was a label are huge, right? But Ja has legitimate 25, 30 hit records, not records I like, actual fucking hits. Mm-hmm. Nigga got hits with J Lo, he got mm-hmm. hits with everybody. Like mm-hmm. he did that. So mm-hmm. to have an impact, yes. Like yo, Ja Rule was the, was the soundtrack of college for me. Like I was mm-hmm. in college. When mm. Ja was running the world. He was in the clubs a lot. I, I was in the clubs, and so the fuck was Ja singing. Right. And those records fucking went hard. Right. So, like, when I say he got 25 hits, go go to fucking Wikipedia, go to Google, and look. And you'd be like, yeah, you're right. You're right, Black. We had the conversation, Gabe, but you know this is true. Mm. This is not opinion. This is facts. Mm. The five biggest 50 Cent records, right, don't compare to the five biggest Ja Rule records. Matter of fact, after those top five, Everything else Ja did from six to twenty kills Fifty Cent. I think they're I all think, bigger. I think I think their first two joints are kind of equal, and then there's a big disparity from three to five, and then and a how they bigger. look at sure, and how you like them sure. But I mean, talk about numbers. Ja has more top twenty hits than Fifty Cent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no question. No question. No question. And it's not no. close. Those are numbers. It's not even. It's not even close. Not even remotely. He got way more records, way more hits, way more spins, made way more bread. As an artist, not as a boss, but as an artist, the fifty ever did them records. <laughs> Those records were in the club. I seen it with my young eyes. I swear. No, nah, you're right. So, so they, they were there. So like, they were there. I always, I always go to bat for Ja because niggas don't put respect in his name. Ja mm-hmm. Rule did what he's supposed to do as a rapper. He made hits. He made money. He had an impact. He made his own sound. Because before he was Little X, before mm-hmm. he turned into Ja, remember he was DMX Light before he found his own sound as a singing rapper. Where you put Ja Rule on this list, bro? He in he in tier he in tier four. And I and I and I might be holding him too low. I'm gonna start at four because I'm comfortable there and it's and it feels right to me. But he might be too low. He don't got a classic album, though. I think Rule 336 is a damn good album. But just on hits alone, impact, the singing, top 20s, the numbers. He's in tier four. Like Ja Rule was relevant in the 2000s. If you put him on the, if you said who is the 10 greatest rappers of, of 2000 to 2010, 
Hmm. Ja Rule should be in the top 10. And, that's, ja Rule, and that to me is, is facts. Did Ja Rule ever spit a bar that scared you as a rapper? No. He wasn't the most lyrical. No. He was not. Okay. And neither was Snoop. And it worked. Um, Do you disagree that Ja's tier four? No. Um, I was going to argue tier five, but... I do think he did more in hip hop than these three people, and which is crazy as a as a artist, as a hip hop you know, artist, not a producer, well, not a writer. Yeah, as I, a I I I say that I don't want to get smacked by anybody, so I, I say that with Cube. I know that overall, probably Cube has done more with his with no, he's he's done more with his uh, his celebrity sure than Ja Rule has. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know for a fact because I don't know all the details with Ja Rule, but I do know by watching interviews and seeing um, different documentaries with Ice Cube, he gives back to his community like a mofo. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I, I commend him for that. So I, I say that Ja Rule is a better hip hop artist in here just based on the fact that Ja Rule has 20 more charting songs than ice cube does in hip-hop that's all i'm saying you know if you take into consideration nwa and and all his solo stuff you know maybe cube has like you know i was gonna say like he has under 10 right that that charted like that you know what i'm saying where rule has 10 that hit number one you know what i'm that saying was that, a powerhouse bro he was yeah. 2000 rap so 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 that's i say that i i just wanted to qualify and quantify you know what why why i said that so i'm not delusional out here <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i i know ice cube is that dude and especially if you're on the west coast i didn't mean it like that but i just meant sending love from hodgepodge band practice sorry i'm missing this i always play catch up on the way home from practice man chris pullis you're the man and thank you for that just hit the like on your way out brother you know i appreciate that um but y'all got good timing today man black and i you know we're gonna be back next week talking about it and we got to get to these other two artists um but we hit this one on the head today man 8 30 on the dot 90 minutes of pure entertainment. I told them in the description today, Black, I said, yo, you're about to get 90 minutes of the most captivating, intelligent conversation that you can get right now. You know what I mean? Uh, Queen Latifah, yeah, we're we, we going to talk about Queen Latifah. There's a there's a few ladies we're going to talk about. And, um, wait, wait, we any... talked about Queen Latifah. We, oh, we did? Yeah, she didn't qualify, remember? She got two songs. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we compared oh, we her did. to Oh, yeah, Arrested yeah, we did. We yeah. did. We did. Yeah, she didn't make the list as far as uh yeah, top rapid. She's not even close. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. Like she's impactful, mm-hmm. but she don't make this list. Like she mm-hmm. don't got the rapidy rapidy raps. She don't got the records, the numbers, mm-hmm. the, the cultural uh, uh longevity as far as being a rapper. We're mm-hmm. not talking about acting, we're not talking about influence, we're not talking about pioneering. She's all right. those things, right? Talking about I'm a rapper. What did I do with my time with my right. talent as a rapper? And she ain't got it. I ain't going to hold y'all much longer, but make sure if you haven't already minimize this video, hit the like on the actual post for me. It means a lot. Hit the share. Tell people what you was watching up in here. Um, what we talking about podcast, we going to come back next week. We got two artists to talk about. Very interesting artists to talk about because uh, Fat Joe and Fabulous, uh, two very different careers both heavy hitters in their own right so it's going to be a pretty dope conversation yes, um, mc hammer is going to be on this list 
<laughs> Hammer Man was that shit. You heard me? Can't touch this was that shit. I brought him up early. I have him on my list right here. Um, Black Man, great show today. Uh, any last thoughts you want to leave the people with before we uh, get out of here? Listen, um, if you tune in and we agree, we say something that you agree with or disagree with all this good shit, and y'all watching, comment that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't got to agree with us. Mm-hmm. The show is what we're talking about, and y'all is part of we. So mm-hmm. what y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. And if you think Queen Latifah needs to be on this list, like John did, mm-hmm. say that. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you, smoking on <laughs> in the middle of the bar. But listen, the fact that we can have a dialogue about it is the point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is fun. Yeah. And I can't wait to see the final list and start actually arguing about we got to move that person that way, yeah. move that person that way. Yeah, that's what we're doing it for. So it's gonna be a hell of a hell of a season. Um, yeah. like I said earlier, though, I think I said my piece before we started the segment that I appreciate the all the listeners, mm-hmm. y'all part of the family. I appreciate y'all. That's mm-hmm. factory. This mm-hmm. is just me and my man's talking, and y'all listening to it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's dope. So salute to y'all. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sosa said we bias Jada needs to be in this list. We ain't talked about Kish yet. Maybe he'll make it. Maybe yeah. he won't. Maybe I think he can tell us why he needs to be in the list. I think he's saying he's straight biased. Jada's needs to be on the list. You know, we gotta yeah. talk about Jada Kiss. We could do that. We could definitely yeah. talk about Jada Kiss. Um, yeah, no, I get it. Sosa, I'm with you. I'm with he you. ain't better than he. I think I put Remy Ma on this list before I put Jada Kiss. He just listen. You know what I was telling you guys <laughs> about cliffhangers? <laughs> no, I'll take Troy Ab before I take Jada Kiss. <laughs> you know, I I did want to say I did want to say I can't believe Tory Lane's really going to go to jail for twenty years, man. That's, that's yo, crazy. that's so nutty. That's we got to talk bro. about Tory too because we will. His run yeah. ain't that long, but mm-hmm. man, does he have a fucking catalog already? Yeah, it's a, oh, uh, he's also part of it. Not to not to get too far into it because we got to go, but he's Damn. also part of this new uh, generation where you know you put out you know infinite amounts of music. You know, like it seemed like it never stops. You're just always putting out some sort of project, always constantly. No, you're right. Like, you I know. think I think are there. Let me ask you this before we go: mm-hmm. Is there anybody under thirty you would consider for this list? Meaning they're thirty or younger that you would consider for this list. I'll do you one better. 33. I know you may not know direct age, but you can kind of guess of the of the artist. Anybody under 33? I would, I would I would I would want to see and take a real deep dive into like maybe somebody like Chance the Rapper. You're bugging. Um who else that's young like that that would deserve to be in a discussion? There's one person borderline of that age, a little bit older, but I, I I don't were you were you planning on talking about Shad Moss? Mm. Oh, Bow Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we have to talk about Bow Wow. About yeah, him. yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, he, okay. he's any of y'all. Anybody under thirty three? We should even consider. Go ahead, I Gabe. Mean, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. Big Sean Kendrick. Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick's thirty five. Well, okay. Uh, Big Sean. Big Sean. What about um the dude who had that incredible album, man? Lucas. Oh, Joanna Lucas. Mm-hmm. Mm. He does some numbers. He does top fifty though. All time? I don't know. You got to look it out. Yeah, it, it's because of some. I think some people will be left off this list that are good that are going to be no brainers for the list in like ten years. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think that's true. Yo, let's get out of here. We don't mean to go over time. We just love talking about this stuff. So uh, for Angie, for everybody that watched today, salute to y'all. Hit that like, hit that share on the way out. I really do appreciate that stuff. We will be back next week to discuss Fat Joe and Fabulous and their placement on this list. If there is one, say what? And Jada Y'all be good. And Jada Kiss. <laughs> Y'all be good, man. Peace. Six Burrow in the building. Peace.